Welcome, 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 welcome to another night of the greatest show on Tuesday night, the virtual talk show for the married man and for all men. This show is called The Married Men Don't Talk. We come to you every Tuesday night bringing you the truth about marriage. We don't beat around the bush. We tell it how it is. Please note that this show is not for the weak. So if you are weak at heart, (laughs) you got a bad heart, you may need to hang up right now. I'll wait a second. I'll wait a second. (laughs) Because we get ready to get raw. We get ready to get in-depth and grown man business here. All right? However, if you're ready to look at the man in the mirror, that's right, I'm talking about you looking right dead in the mirror, and ready to talk about our marriages and our marriage issues, then you will find out that tonight our conversation will be right in your driveway, honking the horn, beep, beep. I'm not tooting my horn. I'm going to toot Rodney's and Tony's because that's what they do. They find that way in your driveway. I just help them get there. I'm the GPS for tonight. With that said, we only have a few rules. No cursing. And it's okay to disagree and respect each other's comments. Our topic tonight, love, sex, and lies. They've written books about it. They've created movies about it. YouTube Ops, you can go right on there and go Google. You can Google about it. And they even named music albums about it. Yeah, I said albums. You can go CDs, tapes eight tracks, whatever you want to do. But with all that done, I didn't find anything in my research, and not even going to Dr. Phil's website or Oprah's. Yes, I went there. That linked this topic of love, sex, and lies together with what does what it does for our marriages. What do these three words do? for our marriages. So tonight we're going to get into it. We're going to talk about this, this issue and hopefully we can achieve our task by helping each other out. We're going to first start with that L-O-V-E, love, topic. Let me ask you a question. Were you ever told by uh, any other, your father, grandfather, any male figure, how to love your wife? Nope. Nope. No way. Why is that? Why aren't we, I mean, you know, we, 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 from the time we get up, we're taught how to walk, from, we're taught how to eat, we're taught how to make our bed. We're taught how to brush our teeth. We're taught, taught the proper way to put on clothes, the proper way to talk to people. We go to school. We're taught how to, you know, we become educated. Uh, we we taught how to be responsible men, at least some of us have. But why is it we haven't been talked about from another man about love? Why is that? What do you think? 
Anybody have an answer for us? I think they expect you to figure it out on your own like they did. But nobody told them, so why tell you? Mm. Mm-hmm. But, but come on, man. That's, that, I can't believe that because we always taught how to be a pimp. We taught how to handle multiple women at one time. We taught how to use and abuse a woman, not physically, but mentally how we can get our way with her. I just think that's the easy road. You know, it's easy to do all that. I mean, when you talk about love, I mean, that's tough. You got to man up. I, 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 I just want to chime in here real quick. Um, my dad never really talked to me about how to love a woman, but what he did provide me with was an excellent example. That's what I was going to say. You know, it's the example, not telling you how. Because they can. It's individual. You know, each and every one of us love our women in different ways. You know, so it's you learn how your father or, or, or any male in your family treat the woman he's with. And that's where you, you get the guidance because they can't sit down and tell you, you know, it's not book written. You know, they can tell you how to respect them, you know, how to treat them, and sometimes even how not to let them treat you. But, you know, love is individual. So you would say yeah. not necessarily, they didn't need to tell you, they just kind of showed you, right. for example. Gotcha. But, um, so, so we're supposed to learn by example. Well, what if you only learning what's on the surface? I mean, when, when you when you see relationships, I come to your house and you and your wife could have just had a brawl out, fought, or you know, fight. And when I come in the house, you put on a different face, like everything is lovey dovey, like y'all don't have any problems. So, how do you really learn by example? By if you're just, you know. You use the word example, but examples can be, and we're going to get in this later, examples can be lies. You could be living a lie. True? Yeah, I think a lot of men are living a lie when the fact that they think they don't have any marital problems. Everybody got marital problems on some level, you know, shape or form. You know, granted, some are out of control, you know, with the drama and the problems, but at the same token, you know, all of us on here got different levels of marital problems. So any man who's married who's saying that he ain't got no marital problems is, is a liar, as we're going to get into later. Mm. If no man has a marital problem, then they are liars. That's good. That's good. Let me write that down, even though I've already wrote that. We got examples, liars, we don't have any problems. But listen to this. We love our, li- uh, our wives. We love our lives. We love everything about it. But how much do you really love your wife? Um, you're supposed to love your wife. It's Christ love the church, I believe. Mm-hmm. Okay, but uh, all right, that's what you believe. But you, you're married right now, ain't you? Uh-huh. How much do you love your wife? 
Love my wife as much as Christ loves the church. <laughs> okay. I'm just asking because, I mean, I'm, I believe there's going to be some guy, especially some folks who've probably been divorced before, that will say something different. Now, my and first wife, now you told me I got you covered because I was divorced too. Now, mm-hmm. Daddy didn't provide me no example on how to divorce a wife. I had to learn that on my own. <laughs> <laughs> and my first wife, I initially loved like Christ loved the church, but then I had to throw a little bit of love in there for me. And once I started realizing how I was neglected in my star player, uh, I had to go on and cut bait and, you know, get on away from that thing. Because I was putting her ahead of everything else. And she was comfortable letting me do that. So you can still love your wife and then go out and teach what you say. I don't know how you got that from now. How you get the <laughs> where did cheat come from? Where where did you get cheat out of that one? I don't know, I just brought it up. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. So that's uh, that's I know yours. That, I went too fast. I, I know some guys that cheat religiously on their wives and love them to death. <laughs> this thing might start getting too deep. This thing might start getting too deep. But I mean that is I mean that that is uh that is a problem. Anybody else want to answer that question? We love our wives, but how much do we really love our wives? We got that uh you love your wife as Christ loved the church. Anything else? I love her enough to tell her the truth, even if it hurts. Ooh. Now you talk. Yeah, but we're talking about lying tonight, brother. I know, but <laughs> but, well, but this, this is going to come up. Let me tell you, this is going to come up. Love your wife as much to tell her the truth. Even if it hurts. Because <laughs> that's the key. We're gonna, That's what we're going to tie this thing into. Even if it hurts, then why can't we? Um, then why can't you handle all of your wife's needs? If you love your wife, don't we have problems handling her needs? Uh, you have more problems finding out all her true needs because she's gonna give you her wants first. Hmm? Or if you like my wife, she expects you to know her needs. Yeah, that's not that's not gonna work. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, my wife has that same disease also. She's in, there are times when she absolutely thinks I'm supposed to read her mind, and it just ain't gonna happen. When that part of love is the the trying to figure out the puzzle. I mean, you try to, and sometimes we as men, we know we ain't going to figure it out. I just recently uh, quoted my own uh, saying that I said all my life. At the point that I will finally realize any woman, not just the woman in my life, is when that lid is just about to close. And that's when I'll understand. And then it's too late, at least on on the body level. You know, then it's like, 
what if you believe or what you believe, then it's eternity you have the answer. But you, you know, earthly wise, it's not going to do you any good. Mm. And I don't try to stretch myself out anymore to try to figure out. Because once I figure out, I can't let her know that. Why not? Because you just said that you were, you know, you know enough to tell her the truth because it hurts. Wait a minute. Because then she'll change the game. Uh Uh-oh. Hey. (laughs) You know, I tell my woman quick, and and, and I actually put the gauntlet down. I said, look, I bet you I know you better than you know me. And she said, that's not true. And I said, well, let's put the gauntlet down. Let's prove it. By me saying that, and and you know for yourself, a lot of women will not confess if you know her. She's going to deny it. Mm. She's going to lie about it. Bingo. Mm. Bingo. You know, pretty much we're going to be labeled one or two ways. I'm labeled, I'm mean. Why am I mean? Because I tell the truth, even if it hurts. If I don't like you, you're going to know I don't like you. I don't mean you any harm, but you're going to know I don't like you. If something's going on I don't like, I'm going to say it. And, you know, if people are around, they just happen to be there. And I don't know if it's that I'm at the age now where I really don't care what anybody thinks. Or it's just that I'm at the point where it's how I've always been. I just can't stand bull crapping people, you know. I I, I never could. Even as a child, I couldn't tolerate nonsense. You know, facts is fact, truth is truth. You know, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I may not like getting caught, but if I'm caught, what's the use of me still trying to convince you that I'm not wrong or I'm not in the wrong? You know, so... To go back to what you hit on earlier, you know, if I get caught cheating, why am I going to stand there and try to convince you that I didn't when I'm caught? You know. But, um, you know, but that's the way I see things. That's my point of view. So you you feel that... um that regardless of what the situation is, you love your wife enough to tell her the truth, but to also maybe hurt her feelings a little bit just so that she understands where you stand. Right. See, the truth hurts. I didn't write that. That was passed down to me. The truth hurts. Mm-hmm. You know, what does it mean? It means that we as people, as human beings, do not want to hear the truth, whether about ourselves or about our beliefs, or or, or, or our disbelief, you know. You don't want to hear. And when you get to the point where you can accept it, you're more at peace with yourself, you know. So if I say something to my woman and she comes back and tells me, you know, what you said hurt my feelings, I'm going to say, well, what I said to you, what anything I said to you wasn't wasn't true, you know, or, or, or wasn't right. You know, I told her from the beginning, I said, look, 
you know, I'm going to tell the truth. I'm going to pull you aside. I'm not going to do it in front of anybody, but I'm going to pull you aside. If you're wrong, you're wrong, and I'm going to say you're wrong. If I'm wrong, tell me I'm wrong. You know, and that's how you, 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 you keep it true. You know, she knows exactly what I am. I could be real harsh. I could be real mean. Or I could be the nicest person in the world. It just depends on what you do. I'm a person that I don't like you to try to play on my intelligence. Don't play me like I'm not smart. You know, Mm -hmm. that angers me, you know, more than you calling me a name. Now, because now, now he's trying to sugarcoat. Hold on, excuse me. Mm-hmm. Now, while he's, he's, he stepped out, that was good because, I mean, let, let's just be honest. The truth is the truth. And the truth is not always going to be uh, an exciting moment. The truth may hurt. But does the truth make a relationship stronger? Has the truth made your relationship stronger? Hello, can anybody hear me? Yeah, I think it depends on, you know, how much truth. Because at at some point you can give too much information. Too much information can affect your marriage, huh? Yeah, you can be too honest because everything ain't meant... uh, you know, for everybody, you know. Some stuff, you know, just need to be kept to yourself, especially if it's not, you know, damaging and in a or going to be damaging in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we don't want to damage. We're not in the marriage to damage our relationship. Or we're in the marriage to build our relationship, right? So if that is the case, it's two minutes early, but I got this now. It's not the super monkey wrench. The little baby monkey wrench. But I have something I want to throw out there. Are you ready to defend your wife's honor to the death? Do you love your wife as much as you say you do? As somebody said, as you love your wife as Christ loved the church, that you're ready to die for her. Got real quiet. I don't want to die for her. You know, if I could, like, get knocked unconscious, you know. <laughs> I wake up, when I wake up, then, yeah. But you know what, man? You know, um, dying for her honor, I, you know, I, so if someone calls her out of her name and I step to them and they shoot me, you know, that's kind of like the scene I'm, I'm getting from that. Uh and that's a rapid escalation to a response to just some words. But, you know, someone said something to her, you know, out of her name, and, you know, and, and I knew it really hurt her. You know, yeah, you know, someone damaged her honor, and I knew it hurt her, yeah. I would say something. I, I hope I don't get shot over it, but, yeah, I would say something. But, yeah, I mean, but you have to take that risk. Yeah. And don't you think that your wife is expecting you to do that? If, she, if you love her as much as you say, don't you think she's expecting it's an expectation? I think she would be expecting me to do that, but you know, at the moment, you know, and, and you know, guys, we know when they when they 
got that look like, you know, they really hurt, you know. Yeah, you know, they made me think about something else. I mean, like that dude in Chicago, in, in Colorado, that left his wife and kid in the theater while the dude was shooting up the theater. There it is. And, uh, that was you know, was another dude up. had to Thank save his wife and baby, and that dude got shot. You know, uh, at the time when the shooting was going on, she was just worried about her baby and getting out of the theater. But then, you know, it's like, oh, man, you know, dang, dude, you left me, you know, you where were you, in the parking lot? Mm. Oh, we, 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 I'm still trying to get the baby out of the theater. I lost you. This, this other guy time. got shot trying to help me and your kid get out of here. I'm sure they yeah. got some interesting conversations every night. <laughs> and, and and here's here's the reason why. I don't know. I can't remember the name of that movie, but uh, Howard was in there and got stopped by the police. And the police man got both of them out the car and put them on the hood. And um, the 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 police man went too far, was frisking his wife and touching her in improper places. Do anybody remember that movie? Talking about crash, yeah, crash. That's it. And um, she's looking at him like, "What you gonna do?" If you love me, are you going to allow this policeman who has a gun and can probably kill you continue to frisk me like this? I mean, my wife would realize the situation, and she wouldn't want me to get shot over that. But it affected that man. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's traumatic. That's going to affect you regardless because there's really nothing you can do. I mean, you know you have a risk of getting shot. But, you know, his wife was never the same. She couldn't look at that man the same. She couldn't look at her own husband the same. He wasn't the same either after that, though, either. Yeah, but, I mean, but isn't that our responsibility, though? It comes down to responsibility. As head of household, regardless of what the situation is, to okay, meet up so, a situation where you got to say, you got to take one foot, you know, it's like, all right. I mean, but that's a cop, happen? though. So, so what what would you have done in that situation? I mean, I, I would have had to yell him, hey, man, stop touching my wife. I mean, I would have had to do something. If I would have got beat up, then so be yeah, it. But, yeah, but, yelling, oh, but no, let's say he put the gun in your head and tell you to shut up. Exactly, I mean. The only way that you could have effectively handled that situation is to put your hands on that cop, period. If you ain't ready to do that, then, and evidently he wasn't ready to do that, because he said, okay, well, at least we can get past this, hopefully, and we'll still make it home safe. But, you, I mean, but it's just hard for me to see another man violate my wife in front of me. And I'm going to let him do it because but it he has a life, higher though? authority. From worth your life? It, I think your perspective is kind of warped on this. There, you, you are handcuffed, or even if you're not handcuffed, dude is a cop with a gun, and you got nothing. So it's not like you letting it happen. Well, what are you going to do? Exactly. What are you going to do? 
I mean, it's, you, there's, you can't. I mean, you have you you have no control. Your will is not enforced at this time. I mean, this dude is touching your wife inappropriately, and if you say something, he can shoot you and get off, get away with it. Yep, yep. So you attack the police officers. Your word mm-hmm. gets his. Mm-hmm. And he got a witness who's another cop that's not going to roll on him, mm-hmm. whether he like it or not. I got to say, man. That's a no way. Still watch that 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 movie right there has you know it still gets to me every time I I look at that part man it's, it's just like I don't know how I me and, and here this is the love I'm talking about you know I, I love my wife so much that I'm ready to I'm ready to take one for the team and now but listen listen and the reason yeah but you saying you ready to take one for the team I'm sorry you guys that was uh, my sister. No, now, go you, ahead. now, now, are you willing to take one for the team, even if it ends up with one less on the team? Mm, talk to him. I'm doing that right now. But you think one even, less? What you think one less on the team? It, I'm doing it right now. What? How? What? I, I, you lost. How? No, and no, no. I'm doing it right now by coming out here working every day. I mean, you can die leaving the house. Yeah, it's different because you. No, no, that's no. Different. That, that's different. Why? Different. You're going to work every day for your no. family, right? That's protecting oh, your family by going that's to that's work. No, you, no, you can work in the same city and die. That's that's different. That's different. I, I may not. I'm, I can get in the car wreck right now and never see my wife again. Yeah, but you're not going through the anguish of knowing that if you get shot, while saying something to a cop while he's funneling your wife and you laying there dead, he could go on and rape your wife. But yeah, you dead because you now you done stood up, took one for the team. Now you dead, and your wife is by herself with a cop on a country road somewhere. He can just have his way with. It. He can shoot her too. Wow! So take two out of the team. Take both of them off the team. Yeah, because you but said you a witness and she a witness. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I don't know And what? And what if it's your daughter? What if it's you and your daughter? He pulls over. Oh man, that goes back to another movie that brought me up, man. I don't know. I'm gonna tell you, I, I, I'm a man, and I, I cried on a couple movies because I just couldn't take it. But when Samuel D did the right thing by taking that man out when his daughter said, "I, I, I called for you, Daddy," and I, I did. Oh yeah, time to kill, definitely. But what yeah. if it's not a time to kill? What if it's crash? Except it's just you and your daughter. Mm-hmm. Oh no, I gotta take one for the team because she would never trust her daddy again. She would. Oh no, no. You know, I don't think daughters will look at your father to say, "Dad, I was calling you to protect me, and you were not there." Ah, uh, no, that's the <laughs> right there. Oh, I, I just think that's going to traumatize her right at that point because she looks at you as her protector. Listen, man, me and my wife is in Las Vegas. And this dude said something out of line to my wife. And my wife felt my arm tense up, and she grabbed me. She said, let it go. Mm. I was lava hot, ready to kill everybody. She got me back to the room, and I said, why didn't you let me go on and handle that? I'm not going to be able to sleep for a couple of days. I'm going to be looking for that. She's like, listen, he could have had a gun or anything. Mm-hmm. He just said something out of turn. I don't want my husband to get shot over someone saying something out of turn. That's 
That's right. So I'm going to go on and interject and just tell you, let's just go on back to the room and don't even worry about that dump, that dummy on the street. Because mm. he could he could have been drunk. He could have been drunk, high on PCP, pull out a knife, yeah. anything. And the reality is that... Oh, man, I'm ready. You know, you, you would have been... Let me put this in the right way. You, you would have been respectable and just thrown some hands with him. You wouldn't have knifed him up, or you know, you might have beat him pretty badly, made it maybe to the edge of his death. But you wouldn't have, have, have killed a man. No, I mean, I flew, I flew, I flew there, so I ain't had nothing on me. I ain't driving. Mm-hmm. Right, but at the same time, it's like you would have uh, one hit of quitter would have been all right with you. Just right on the chin, sleep him, and then you'd have felt yeah. good. But, yeah. But the reality is that everybody don't think like that. You know, I mean, because when we, when we what we're talking about is, you know, we, we're talking about that we would literally throw some hands. I mean, that's the extent of what we would do: do some bodily harm real quick, and you know, teach them a lesson. But everybody don't think like us. They're like, okay, you're gonna you're gonna hit me, then you're going down, you're dead, you know, pal, or you know, knifed up or whatever. So it gets a, a bit more serious, and I think that, you know, your wife did the right thing because was it worth it? You know, because say she did, you know, not grab your arm, and you literally did beat the man to the edge of his life. You know, that's that's a what is that a, attempted murder? You know, if you really got to him, and uh, especially if he was smaller than you, yeah. you know, yeah. So I mean, you, and then you in in Las Vegas in a jail cell, over exactly. Too, you know, on, on your vacation. Don't play. Las exactly. Vegas don't play. They throw the book at you. Exactly. You must have said terrorism. You have been made an example of over something silly. But um, I can give you an example. It wasn't my wife or my girl, but it was my newborn son. And uh, I used to work for a market that was pretty known here. And uh, one day my supervisor made a, a stupid comment about me taking kibbles and bits home to my son. So I really had to, I had to really be still. Because I had to think about my son. Because I had to think about, okay, I could take a can off this shelf and beat him down, but then I'm going to jail, you know. Mm-hmm. Now, what happened was I calmly walked away, which scared him more than anything, because now he don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> and once well, everything, when you gonna do it? <laughs> right. And once everything got around the store, everybody was like, "Oh, you, you know." And I was gonna handle it through proper channels. But he looked in my eyes and he saw that that was the biggest mistake he ever made, and he tried to apologize. And 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 I was like, the best thing because he tried to send it through somebody, you, you know, to see if he could approach me. And I ain't the biggest man in the world, but, you, you, you know, I could have easily snatched one of them cans off there, and that would have been attempted murder because uh, a can, uh, a full can is a weapon, you know. And uh, it, it really took a lot for me to really still my spirit because my first instinct was to weigh him anew. And I said, no, nah, if I do this, I'm sitting in jail. My child got to eat. You know, I'm the one providing. So what do you do? You know, and it's like, you know, if you, if it was a different, if I was, if I was, uh, uh, say, uh, rich, he'd have got a beat down because then I'd have went to jail, paid a lawyer, got out, 
you know. But um, you do sometimes you don't think, you know, because you don't know, because a lot of people out here will do things just so that they can do something to take your life. But, you know, and and that's why this is a tough topic, because we're talking about honor. And sometimes you might be right. Honor means stepping away, because it's not the same honor as, that it was in the past when it comes to uh, protecting your family. You gotta, you gotta be smart. And, and I'm learning still. I'm learning still. Taking me a few minutes, but I'm ready. You know, in the heyday, it's ready to get it on. You know, just you say something, and then I just turn into an incredible Hulk, and I feel like you should just get it on. But what about tragedies? We've seen tragedies where um, unforeseen things happen with the weather, uh, Katrina, uh, you know, your house is being flooded, your family's in the home. Uh, Do you get everybody to the roof even if you know that you may not make it? You know, I mean, these are the type of things I'm talking about. I know I threw one of the movies out because that's that's important too, but here's another situation. Are you ready to die for your wife if a national tragedy happens where, you know, you need to get your your family to safety and then you may not end up making it with your family? Yeah, I would do that. Yeah. If 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 it came down to me telling my family, you know what, you need to get out of D.C., and I'm in the middle of D.C., and I know I can't. they can't pick me up. Oh, yeah, I would tell them to go. And I'd tell them I'd catch up with them. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to take everybody with me because I uh, – you know what, y'all go on and die trying to save me too. Yeah, man, that'd, that'd go over real well in heaven. Mm. That's true. Well, we got a, a question that came from the chat room that I want to bring up. And uh, they asked us if they can put it out here. Uh, what if if you had a spouse who goes to church, goes to one church, and then you go to another church? Why is it a problem? Is that love? If your religions go separate ways, you go to one church and they go to the other? Uh, To me, my values, I say no, but I think uh, you should work that out before you get married. I mean, because that's important to me. Some people, they only think about sex and money, and then they'll figure out the other stuff after they get married, and they're like, oh, well, we really aren't compatible. But with me, that's something you got to get figured out first, and it's got to be established with me. The man is the head, and and we're going to do this thing together. I'm not going to one church, and you're going to other church. No. Yeah, but typically, and that's good words, but typically somebody got to compromise. And you got to figure out, is that going to be you, you know, with your style of worship, or is it going to be her? And like you said, I mean, I think it's good to, you know, work that out um, you know, because I agree with you. I think that's unacceptable, you know, but I know it does work 
for a lot of folks, but I just couldn't see, you know, me and the wife and our three kids going separate ways on Sunday. I mean, we rolled well, up the family. you have a position in the church, right? I mean, uh, even without a position, you know, I think it's important that, you know, you worship together. I mean, I don't know. I, I think that, like the brother said, I think you got to, you know, lay down some markers like, you know, if that's the situation, then y'all need to find a new church together that both of y'all can, you know, get down with. And the one thing about that is that you're not going to get, you know, typically, you know, it's hard to find, you know, a, a, a church that both of y'all just, you know, everything is just clicking. You know, some stuff you're going you're gonna to have to compromise, and it is what it is. You know, you may not get the great singing, you know, that you had at your, your other church. That's you know. first if you can get one or the other in church. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, hmm. once you get over that. Why can't you use both churches, though? Why do you have to give up one? I've never, uh, I've never known anybody to have that, that, that issue I'm, in my and, life. And now, I'm now, I'm saying that's personal preference, and that's my personal preference. Yeah. Now, if it works for and another couple, cool with them. I'm with you, but you can say, okay, for once a month, we're going to go over here. For the rest of the, you know, or two times a month, we're going to go here, but we're going to go together. And we we can frequent your church, and we'll frequent our church. But as long as we're going to get the word as a family, I think that that's what's important. Yeah, and that's, and that's what, I, like I said at the beginning, we're going together regardless. That's yeah, number yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because some couples go visiting. Like, you, you know, my neighbors have a church, and they've invited us. You know what I mean? So it's it, it's... I think that's different from what the host said. The host is like regularly getting up on Sunday and going driving two separate cars to two separate buildings. Yeah, I mean, I know people at our church that do that. They're, you know, mm-hmm. their spouse goes to a different church, and, you know, and maybe because they don't, you know, like the new pastor or something happened in the church, and they're like, I'm not coming there anymore. Mm-hmm. But that, isn't that a kind of embarrassment to you if you're the male and your wife is not following? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Because, I mean, we go right straight to Revelations, right? Love, man should love God as he loves what? Church and his family? Yeah, I think that's in uh, Corinthians or Ephesians. So, I mean, but you, it, it's one of those things. It's like love can become a, a hindrance and an embarrassment, can it? It can because, I mean, like you said, if you're, you know, if you've, Found the church, and you know your wife is lying going over there. That does show a bit, a tad bit of disrespect. Um, because you're supposed to be the leader, you know, the household, and and it comes to one of those moments because I said so, you know. And I think in my case, you know, I had um, I went to this, I went to this church. Um, I'm not gonna mention the name, but I went to this church, and they had a banging choir. I mean, the choir was banging. I mean, they had, you know, uh, stellar award winners leading the worst. I mean, it was it was just off the hook. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> Everybody been through this. So, you know, me and the wife used to go, and, you know, my wife was just, I mean, it, it got to a point we went there for like five years, and it got to a point where I think neither one of us were grown. We are kind of stagnant, but her more so. She just was really not feeling it. So... I stepped back and I was like, I try. I, I sought out a church that was more her style because that was more my flavor, you know. And so, you know, we ended up, you know, going here, going there. But you know, the church we landed at, 
let's just say the singing is just not as as you know it's it's not stellar award winning stuff. And I'm really into music. I'm like huge into music. Um, but at the same time, you know, we both get a word. You know, so in, in that respect, you know, but I would have never went there had I not been married to her. That's the bottom line. I compromised. I said, you know, this is more your flavor. I'm going to try it. And, you know, but now, you know, I'm all on the boards and stuff, you know, so. And I, and I enjoy it. I enjoy it. You know, I absolutely enjoy it. You know, I wouldn't have it any other way. But I had to step back. You know, I had to compromise and say, you know what, this is not, this flavor is not going to work. Let me try her style. And as they say, happy wife, happy life. And, it, you know, and, and in my situation, you know, both of us are happy. It's not like. I'm like, man, you know, we gotta go to this joint again. You know, I wish we were going to the old joint. You know, it's not like that. Both of us enjoy, you know, and now we do take separate cars because I got a two month old, um, and he don't last the whole service. So um, that's something new, you know. So we, you know, I take my oldest too, you know, to to to, to church, and then she comes later on, and then we leave separately, you know, of course. So that's something different, but it's just, you know, we gotta do what we gotta do. We got a, a newborn, so it works. Now listen to this. The, the, the chatter says that um, he just got his uh, his license in ministry, and the wife says it's going that his license in ministry has come between them. Wow. He's losing love. Mm. Mm. That's strong. Because man. of a because he got a certification and something I'm I'm assuming she wasn't ready for. Yeah, and I'll ask the, I'll ask the chatter like, was that con? Was that something that was that conversation had before he took the steps to get his like? Because you don't just go down like you go down to the DMV or the NVA and get your license. I mean, to, you know, to to minister. Was that was that a conversation had like, look, baby, you know, this is what I'm thinking. You know, what do you think? Or it was kind of like, hey, honey, I, I got my license to minister. And she like, what? What are you talking about? You know, so I, I like to know, you know, what. Was there a conversation? How did the conversation go? Was she reluctant, like, okay, that's what you want to do? Or she was like, yeah, you know, that sounds great. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm on board. You know, what, what was that conversation like? Well, it looks like he just left the uh, chat room, so <laughs> we'll move forward. But this is good conversation, fellas. It's good conversation. We're right where we're supposed to be. But still, do we still love our wives just like we did when we first fell in love with our wife. That's easy for me because I'm newlywed, yes. <laughs> what do you mean newlywed? How many years you been married? <laughs> <laughs> been married in 2009, man. Man, you ain't no newlywed. Three years. I ain't no newlywed. <laughs> man, get off that stuff. Man, we banging right like stuff. we newlyweds. <laughs> <laughs> but you still we haters going to hate <laughs> That's mm-hmm. why y'all got all that communication going on. You know, man, shut the fuck about you, man. Yeah, yeah. Wait, wait till next year. I'm, I'm, year. A, I'm right. Have, I know, right. I'm, I'm, a, I'm gonna have to throw a, a wrench in this. Are we really? talking? Are we talking mature love or immature love? Mm. Oh, good one. Mm. <laughs> that is. A good I'm gonna. One. That is a good one. I'm gonna say mature love because for me. I love my wife way more see, see, than I did when I first met her. Here's how you see it. Immature love is, you know, when you see her, you're like, you know, Fido looking out the window, master's home. You know, it's like, I can't wait to what? You know, mature love is taking on the responsibilities of, 
doing the providing, the protecting, the the serving, because you are serving her and she's serving you, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and pretty much being being mature enough to to take adversar uh, um ad, ad, adver, adversity adversity excuse me and getting through it thinking maturely because the immature love see one one thing I hate to hear people say is I fell in love what you lost your balance what <laughs> you didn't control yourself you can't control yourself because when you fall in then that means you'll fall out. Mm, Uh-oh. Say that. Say that. You know, so, you, you know, I don't like to hear when a woman says that to me, you know, I fell in love with you. Well, what do you mean you fell? You know, mm. you didn't know what you were doing? You know, so mm-hmm. I never use that term. I, I, If I love you, I'm going to tell you I love you, but I'm going to show you. You know, because that's what was that. That's what I learned. You, you know, anybody could say they love you, put a knife in your back. You show me every day you love me. Then I know it's solidified. Nobody can tell me any different because you're showing me. Right. You know, so so that's when I know I'm in love. See, it's not that 14 year old boy love. You know, where it's like my hormones are racing through my body so fast. That I feel like uh, you know I, I, I'm, I've been injected with something. You know, it's more more of okay. Wh- how far do I want to go with you? You know, how far am I willing to go with you? And that's that that's love to me because I I don't go for that giddy. You, you know, when I see you. It's like, because everything, when it's brand new, it's brand new. You know, you get a brand new car, don't, no, you no, put your foot there, no, don't lean on my car, no, leave my radio alone, you know. No eating in the car. Right, mm-hmm. you know, but but you you really show love in what you do, you know. I'm, yeah. I, I'm helping to take care of you. That shows I love you. You got a problem. I'm willing, without without hesitation, to try to work through whatever you're dealing with. Yeah, you said something profound. I don't think you even realize it, but you're talking about infatuation. Yeah. And I know that me and my wife, I, we've been together 17 years and been married 13 years, but we never really had that infatuation for each other. It was like a natural, you know, healthy type deal. And it was never that, you know, yeah, we had the, the tingles for each other and all that good stuff initially, and you know, like anything, but it was never that, oh, I can't live without you, you know, I got to, you know, breathe your air, you be breathe the same. I mean, it was never any of that kind of stuff, and I think that's that's a bit over the top. And, you know, like, like you said, you know, you fall into that, and you can fall out of that stuff because once you talk about bills and kids and careers, you know, all of that stuff gets old. You know, you got to have some some maturity. You know, because that that just that stuff ain't hitting. Hmm. That stuff ain't hitting at all. So, it, is it okay to uh, to be in love with your wife, but honestly, fall out of love with your wife and the union of the, your marriage? You just there? 
It's going through the motions. It's going through the motions? Yeah, that happens. I mean, we have peaks and valleys, and, you know, I think that the myth, I guess, is, um, I don't want to say this. I don't want to offend nobody. But you're really not happily married. You know, there's some happy moments, and there's some not-so-happy moments. I mean, it is what it is. It's not, I mean, I don't know if. Because when you say, when someone says happily married, that's like everything is hunky-dory, you know, all the time. It's really not like that. I think that it confused a lot of people because people think that that's what they're supposed to have. They, they hear somebody say, oh, well, you know, we're just happy, happily married, in love, and everything's great. And that's, it, it just sets them up for failure because they get into a situation, they get married, they're like, well, how come I don't have what they have? Because they were lying. What we're talking about tonight. Love, sex, and lies, they were lying. Because mm. the marriage, it gets tight. You know, especially if you got some years on, you know, the brother, you know, he's still a quote-unquote newlywed, talking about three years, you know. He's still <laughs> yeah, going yeah. to Vegas and just came off the cruise and all this kind of stuff. And his wife and him communicate at the kitchen table about everything and, you know, all that. It's like, yeah, just just wait till next week. You know, <laughs> wait till next week. They're going to be in the car arguing. <laughs> Can't stand each other. That's right. Stop talking right. for about a week or so. That's right. Well, hey, that's good, fellas. And we right where we're supposed to be, right at 10 o'clock. Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about all the other things that it can be. Let's talk about sex. Now, I don't have the music like Rodney does, so I have to sing it out. <laughs> you should have told me. You should have told me. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, because, you know, love songs, Sex songs, let's just get right into it. What does sex really mean to a man? Now, now, ladies, if you're listening, people who are going to hear this call, women, you get ready to hear the truth now. Now, don't get mad and tell us we lying. We're telling the truth. And I want to answer that question. What does sex really mean for a man? It means everything, man. Good, good sex means everything. It's been it's been said that uh, that that's how we show our love, our emotion through sex, you know. And it's just that we like to show it more often than mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Where woman, it's emotionally always through. You know, I don't have to have sex with you. Let's just lay here, and you're like, okay, five minutes is up. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so let's move. To to what I want to do, you know, um, my uh, my rib, as I call her, said this this to me one time. She said, um, you know, even if that doesn't work, and I said, don't say that, you know, <laughs> you might as well say you cut it off by saying it don't work. And she said, I would still love you, and I'm saying, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. When you get that itch, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Well, we know women lie, so you know. Yeah, <laughs> that's that first lie. Yeah, you know, some things don't believe. We know just not to believe. Right, you know, it's like <laughs> you know, she's always correcting you. Uh, uh, it's not sex. It's let's make love. No, it is what it is. I love you. That's why I'm only having sex with you. <laughs> you know. Yeah, but she was on to something. Oh, she was. She was. You know, 
because the well, reality is. I can't tell you how much and what she does to show that that may not be necessarily true, okay? Because, <laughs> because you know, she lets me know that she really likes to get a grip on things. You understand what I'm saying? You know, so it's like, okay, that's your handle. And you say if it doesn't work, and, and once again, that hurts. Um, just here. Um, but, you know, at some point, I guess, as life goes on, we may get to that point, you know, where do we, do, do, do we, uh, value ourselves by whether something arises or not, you know, and, and, and I, I have found that, yes, a lot of men do, and I'm going to tell you, I probably would have to be one of them. You know, because it, it because that has defined that's that's our defining part of us. You know, because I mean, you, you know, once we notice it after birth, what's the first thing a baby does? <laughs> he gonna look and go, hey, this is interesting. Let me see, mm-hmm. and then he notices that it must be bringing some kind of pleasure because he's fixated on it. You know. Yeah. So you you can separate the two, but then when you get to the mature stage where it's like, look, this isn't what defines me, you know, but it is important. Sex is important. I don't care if you say it's third on your list mm-hmm. or fifth on your list. It still is. You need well, let me ask this question. Let me ask this question, then. If sex is important, then why... Can sex be a communication, a nonverbal communication? Most definitely. And, and, and then can we be on the, on different pages when it comes to that communication? You know, maybe you want rough sex and she wants soft sex. You know, is that expressing your emotions at that time or your feelings of hurt if you're not on the same page or... or it's kind of hard to really explain the question, but... You're just not on the same page in the bed. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I think I had talked about my situation earlier on one of the calls where, uh, you know, I've been, you know, I'm working out, you know, and so my physical intensity in bed has increased a lot, you know, and it's to the point now. My wife's like, you know, you need to dial it back, dial it back, and then, you know, I think I told y'all on the last call. She's like, well, you know, I want more passion. You know, I want you to just grabbed me up and everything and I'm looking at her like she crazy like you telling me to dial it back and now you telling me you want more of a certain aspect of the whole sexual experience mm-hmm. and it's kind of hard for me to disassociate the two you know it's like you want me to be reserved in some aspects and then in other aspects of love making you want me to be you know extreme so you know I had to find a compromise <laughs> <laughs> but but it goes back to you know what we said earlier about love. Aren't we supposed? She, she expects us to know what she wants, even during sex. And we're like, hold on, I thought we were just getting it in tonight. But you you never said you wanted me just uh, caress you. And then afterwards, they're like, well, how come you don't never touch me like you used to before we have sex? We just jump right in it. 
Yeah, you got to ask her before you start. You're like, okay, you want me to treat you like a princess or a porn star? <laughs> which one? Which one tonight? Which one? Uh, I say you blended together. <laughs> Somehow, you blended together. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, like I had said before, I started out, I was nonverbal, you know. I met the right girl that was older than me, and she just unleashed, you know, something new in me. You know, so that was like, so now I could do both if I have to. I can dial it back, but I don't like to, you know, because the passion and and sometimes the angry, not physically, you you know, but just the whole idea of the the way you speak. And then sometimes you might, because it can get to the point where it's like, look, you calling me such and such a little too much, you know, it's like. You know, I want to be held. Okay, I'll hold you. You know, I want this. And then they're the first one to go, no, I want it like that, you know. <laughs> you know, I want it like this. And you're like, and like you said, it's like, now it's confusing. Which way do you really want it? Because, you know, when when we're in that situation, blood rushes from one head to the other. We ain't too smart at that period. we confused, you know. So you got to wait until, you got to figure out what head you want to have blood to think with, you know, and then, you know. So it, it actually comes out of talking, you, you know, finding out. Now, if you got somebody that you 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 are opening new doors for, then that can be bittersweet too, you know, because at first it's like I've never done this before. You know, and it's what they used to. Because I can't stand a woman that just, she's going to lay there and it's like, you know, I'm, I might as well get up, you know, say something. Mm-hmm. Talk talk nasty to me. That's my thing. Talk nasty to me. If you just laying there, I can't figure out if you into what's going on or you really don't want to be bothered with me. You know, mm-hmm. and it's no use me wasting my energy. And that's just me. You know, like, I, I've i always wanted to have and always been in relationships where I should just have to touch you and you know what position and, 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 and what, you know. So, so now we're getting to the blending with love and sex. Love and sex should be an expression. You should already, you should be able to express yourself, not even... Before the act, but during the act, it shouldn't be a silent type of uh, communication. Well, uh, it, it 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 starts before you even get in the bedroom. You know, once you get in the bedroom, I, I figure it's like three ring circus. You know, and one ring is this, and the next ring is that, and the next ring is that. You know, and it shouldn't always be the same. But depending on your partner, and that that goes with a man or a female. You, you, you know, if you were for man, you're a woman, you were for man, and he's like, I don't want to do this, and I don't want to do that. You know, that can cause problems later because you want to be inventive. You want things new. You should always be thinking about keeping it fresh by doing something different. You know, and 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 there are people who do things, and you look at them and go, 
nah, I wouldn't be involved in that, but that works for them. You know, and, and, and you don't really know because, you know, um, you can pretty much tell how much a couple loves each other by the way they are in public with each other. Mm. You can tell, you know. And and if it's somebody you know and you know them long enough, you can tell when things aren't going too great. So they don't really have to tell you because body language gives away everything. It doesn't just have to be, you know, to tell you what's good. It'll also tell you what's bad, you know. So, so when, when it comes to love and sex, they both are so entwined, you can't separate it. You know, because you can be disrespectful. You know Uh-oh. I don't love you if I'm disrespectful to you. Now you done brought that word I want you to bring up, and that was that disrespectful word. And, that, and that's where I wanted to get to is because I got a question. Let's just bring it out. Is it disrespectful to ask your wife to watch, to have sex while you're watching the porno? Nah. Not at all. There's nothing disrespectful about it. <laughs> You should watch many pornos with your wife. (laughs) Come on, now, now listen. If your wife knew you were downstairs and you still had the stash in the house, she would be mad at you. She knew that you were on the computer more watching porno than you were in the bedroom communicating with her or just having sex with her, she would be mad at you. No. But it's okay. Sounds like you can't win. Yeah. No, I don't sound. I mean, I mean, yeah, that's, that's true. That is true. I mean, but that's that's if your wife. You know, let's go back to these early questions you asked before you get married. Uh, I hope you asked. Uh, you find out how your wife really feels about something like porno. You know what I'm saying? I mean, if your wife is against it, then that's something y'all may have to compromise on. Yeah. And I agree with well, you. Well, um, if 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 it repulses her. And you ask her over and over again, then it could get to a, a point of disrespect. If she doesn't have a preference, it can't be disrespectful. It can't be. So if we do Thursday nights, we're going to the uh, the love shop or whatever it's called to get some uh, edible panties. You're not disrespecting your wife asking her to dress up as a prostitute or to do prostitute things in That's the bedroom. Broke. That's role play. That's within the confines of your bedroom. Yeah. Period. So it's not disrespectful because Rodney says sometimes you want her to be, you know, church going and you want her to do prostitute thing. You want her. You want. I don't. Her to I'm prostitute. really confused by the term prostitute thing. Yeah, me too. Because I'm hoping that anything you would do with a prostitute, you can do with your wife. Talk about. Well, it. I'm hoping. Well, I'm, I'm. I'm. Well, I mean. I'm we all seen the story. We the all seen the. Yeah, they think that it's prostitute. Like I don't do that. You know, that's what. Pro- and I think that we talked about it briefly. I think I asked in an open mic about the stripper pole. Mm-hmm. Now the stripper pole is associated with strippers, but I feel that it can be done in a way, in a wholesome way, if you may. But at the same time, some women are like, no, because that. That's what strippers do, and I'm not a stripper. I know I'm your wife, but I'm not doing it. Yeah. But even that, even that, is falling to the wayside because there's more use for exercise 
You you know, so now the lines are being blurred on that, you know. Mm-hmm. Mine's would be more of if, say, for instance, I want to have another woman in bed and she doesn't and I keep pressing it. That's there we go. Wow. Now we're getting it. Now we're getting it. That's what he's telling the truth. Now, and that's that disrespect. Are you disrespecting the room? If you, if you want to do things that you would do with a prostitute, bring three, four women in the room, or, you know, like you were in college again and you were just having fun and y'all were just drinking, get totally wasted and just doing what you do. Well, I don't like Shane, period. <laughs> I don't like Shane. You, you know, <laughs> you know, it's it, it, it's no way that 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 I could even want to even think about my woman with another woman, because then I would definitely be be jealous, you know. Yeah, but um, let me let me ask, let me let me drop a quick monk wrench, then I swear I get back out and turn it back over to the host. Does your wife do know you if you've been if you've been with multiple women at the same time? I've told her. Yeah, I've told her. How does she feel I about that? I think I told her. How does she feel about that? Um, she would my feel fine. Well, 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 in the beginning, when we've gone over, because like I said before, she's only really had two partners, which, thank you, Jesus, I'm blessed. <laughs> you know, sure, they say you got to multiply huh? by three. Wait a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can really find out in lies. That might yeah, not be exactly. true. <laughs> But you know what? But you know what? That wouldn't bother me because I've had so many multiple partners that she looks at me and like, and I say, don't, don't, don't even try to act like I was a whore. I'm young. I was young. (laughs) Women were out there, and I'm gonna get all I can get. You know what I'm saying? I can sit up at the table, and when they talk about having a threesome, yeah, I did. Yes, I did. (laughs) <laughs> you know, it ain't it ain't a wish I did. You know. Mm-hmm. Now, did you get the banana in the tailpipe? Did you have a threesome that way? Well, <laughs> <laughs> no. I just kind of slipped that in there, you know. It, is, it didn't go. It didn't go to that route, but it was a it was a surprise to me, and it wasn't my birthday. Oh, you know, okay. it was a gift, and it wasn't my birthday. <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, but but yeah, she she knows all about my partner. She doesn't. She you know she's more. It bothers her more for me to talk about like talk about my kid's mother or or, or, or the the recent you know whether than how many or what I did in my twenties and thirties. You know, because you know, mm-hmm. like I don't want to hear that. What do you mean you don't want to hear? It? It's part of my life. You you gotta hear. It. I mean, it's not like. Uh, I'm still drooling over, you know. Mm-hmm. Tell Been me about what what you doing. You 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 know, she can tell me about. I don't get freaked out. Tell me about how your relationship was because a lot of times you find out how the the, the person you were. Because see, some people forget when you're in a relationship, it's both of y'all. You know, you had a part in that disaster. You just don't want to admit. That you had a part. So what did you do wrong? You know. Mm. And um, boy, you getting where? Boy, you talking some words because you need to find out whose fault is it in the union of sex that changes the marriage and and and, and how the marriage relationship is. 
if you, your sex is going down in your marriage, whose fault is it? Well, I don't know, because with my first wife, uh, I converted her. I mean, I was her first, and I made her into my personal freak. Uh, she knew no bounds. I trained her well. <laughs> I taught her every trick in the book. And then as she got older, perspective changed. We were married for nine years. She started to get focused on religion. Mm. It started to really take over. And then I went from having this perfect, compatible mate as far as sex is concerned to now having sex once every two months, every three months, once every six months. You know, it was like, what happened? And, and see what gets me is what, what it appears but, is she really. But, but what I think, but what she teacher. told me what happened was as she got closer to Christ, she believed that the things that I was teaching her was of the devil. Mm. So mm. all that ended. So here I am hooked on crack, and now you got to tell me I got to take a cigarette now. <laughs> and then when I do get a cigarette, it's not often. Wow. I don't see anywhere, and I haven't read anywhere in the Bible where it said anything done within your marriage was of the devil. As long as both parties agree, the marriage bed is undefiled. You know, so I think she just got a little confused in her teaching. Oh, there was a lot of confusion, trust me. Because you her husband, you know, there is no balance. You know, other than, you know, whatever you decide is about. You know, if I'm coming in and and, and Joe's going out the back door, we got problems. <laughs> you know, you know if, if if your teachings is and see that's a that's another thing that's tricky. Who's teaching her? You know, is he teaching her for him to try to play with her mind and say? You know, you need to not do this with your husband. You know, and then the next thing you know, she's dependent on him. Hmm. But there is no boundaries that I know of. And here's here's something for you, for thought for the for the group here. When we first fell in love with our wives, how much was it that was love? Then how much was it? Was it sex? Was was it more eighty percent sex and twenty percent love, or was it fifty fifty? It was ninety five percent sex with me. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how you fell in love. This this one was getting the ring because she's bringing it. My wife knows I'm a butt. Uh, I'm I'm a woman. I just like women. Period. All shapes and sizes. I'm sorry, uh, but when I first saw my the body caught my attention. The sex kept me interested. And then the conversation, you know, that just started to make me want to dig deeper and really get to know her. And the more I got to know her, the better. But, yeah, it was all sex at the beginning. So you you, you um, fell in love, really. I mean, the love for portion really came after months and months of just sex. Yeah, we were we were dating for like a year, and I didn't even tell her I loved her till like I don't know, ten ten eleven months of dating, like strong wow. monogamous. 
I think we've been together for like a year, almost two years. Just as, you know, off and on and not even committed to one another. Ooh-wee. So it took me some time. Cause remember now, I'm fresh off a of divorce. Mm-hmm. So how was it on your first one? Is it the same way? It was more sex than... What do you mean? Your first your first uh, marriage. Did oh, you well, I, I checked out her religious resume, the second one. Mm-hmm. You know, I made sure, you know, we can grow together in Christ. <laughs> and she not try to get a Ph.D. and think I'm in grade school when it comes to religion. That's where a lot of women mess up. I believe sometimes that's where we mess up. Yeah, we do too. We do too. Is that um, we think more often of the sex, and then we end up getting emotionally detached based off the sex. But we never worry about uh, um, how how their their, their emotions really were. Right. We became became attached, and by then we didn't. Did we really know the person we married, or the person we we asked to be our wives? Yeah, you're right. That, that happens. That's why this that second time I made sure I really got to know her. I didn't just rush into it, but the first initial attraction was all physical. Oh man. I didn't look at her and say, wow, she's got a great spirit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I, I, I have to say, I mean, mine wasn't 95%, but I probably was 60-40 when it came to my wife because we was in college. And so, you know, she had, you know, I actually took her from another. She was with somebody else, and I was with somebody else. And we... We just came partners for a long time and still was in our other relationships until we got to the point where, you know, we decided to relieve those those relationships and move forward in ours. And so emotionally, we loved each other. But I believe at at the beginning it was probably more the, the sex that brought us closer together. Uh, now she may say something different, but you know you never know. But, um, but that that's a good question because in my own got is it sixty forty for anybody else or ninety five percent more sex than love when they first met their wife? So seventy thirty. Seventy third. Yeah. Remember, she had. It's me always, on, it's, it's on, always, on. you know, they're always laying it out for you in the beginning. <laughs> 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 oh, keep it real. I didn't say that trip tonight. Yeah, they're always laying it out, making it seem like it's gonna be sweet for years. <laughs> because I've been married, before, I knew that was a lie. Yeah, you can put, you can put whatever percentage you want on that one, because you know, it's all artificial. <laughs> <laughs> so why does sex change in our marriages? Because it wasn't real. Oh, it was a lie, huh? Uh oh. 
mean, that's the line, huh? We're getting closer and closer to that line. I'm stuff. just saying it. It wasn't real in the beginning. It was a. It was. It was like. It was like a. Uh, a mirage in the desert. You, you know. <laughs> let me. Let me. Let me clean that up. Let me clean. <laughs> you know, I'm the last one to speak on behalf of women. So I call them lies, and I know they lie. But like Rodney said on one of the shows he was having. Back because me and my wife talked about this, and I know y'all about us talking, but um, it was like the novelty. You know, I rightly said, you know, women cheat us that novelty. Mm-hmm. You well, remember, guys, we were once a novelty to our wives. Talk about it. We were Talk a novelty, and now that novelty got a mortgage, kids, mm-hmm. practice, Careers. school. <laughs> Uh, birthday, sick, all this crazy stuff. So now, when she was seeing, when she was first seeing me, she knew what the deal was. She knew what to expect, and she was ready for it. Now, when she see me, it's like, okay, we need to go to Lowe's to get something. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you know, we need, to, we need to go pay this bill, or we need to go uh, go get some groceries. Right. So that's why the sex changed because your lives are now. Combined. Mm-hmm. She not just seeing me just get broke off and then she going about her way. Mm-hmm. Now she looking at me twenty four seven. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at her twenty four seven. Dirty socks and all. Dirty socks and all. All of Dirty socks and all. Mm-hmm. So lingerie don't even care. You don't even care about lingerie no more because you, you know. At the end of the night, we gonna get it in anyway. I keep forgetting to put it on her. What? <laughs> wait, wait, time out. Stop the presses. Did you say that, 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 that we don't care about lingerie anymore? We yes. love lingerie. Yeah, so. What in the world? What are you talking about, Mr. Host? What are you talking about? I'm saying if you're seeing each other 24 7. Oh, come on, Mr. Host. No, Look, I'm saying that's, that's it, like, it shouldn't even matter. You should, you should be just looking ahead, at your Ike. wife and being right, in right, I got it. Go ahead, Ike. Go ahead, Ike. Go ahead. There's some certain things my wife needs me to do right now. But if she put on what? <laughs> if she put on what? And came down here right now, it would get Relax. done. Click up. <laughs> Like, I'll let y'all next week, brothers. She always give me, he hates it, and I always forget to put it on her. And she be like, you know what? She come down tonight at 1030. Like, you know, I need you to wash my car. <laughs> when we went on, was this how much she hate the lingerie? She put it in my bag. Because wow. it's so ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. She said, you carrying that. It was so ridiculous. <laughs> The, the people at the TSA even thought you getting the banana in the tailpipe. And you know, <laughs> you know. <laughs> like, like Jagger Hoover or something, you know. Yeah, okay, like, Rodney. You, you, you. <laughs> oh, wasn't nobody stepping to me like that. <laughs> like, what is this, uh, sir? We're going to have to pull you aside. You know, we're going we're gonna to let Craig uh, fondle you, you know, and see if okay. he can. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Look, come That's on. Tough. I you hope she need to gonna, keep it moving. You know you're going to carry all the toys in your bag anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when they go through it, she going to look like she's pure. Yeah, he the devil. Oh. He the one right there. Yeah, but I got to go yeah. back to this lingerie thing, you know, because, I mean, one thing, like, bro, I mean, lingerie, that's the guarantee. Like, you ain't got to be like, you know, baby, you know, can can we, can we get can I get something tonight? It's like, that's the guarantee when she put that on. But wait a minute, though. Lingerie is best. When it's new 
In other words, when some other woman has it on. When you're single, lingerie is the best. Only. Because I used to give it as gifts. That was my opening gift. Because back then it was Ward, you know, I, I, I had I had eight credit cards before I was 21. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Fashion Bug was my first credit card. <laughs> and I wasn't wearing nothing out of there, but I had women, so I could go there and grab any size, see. Depending on what size woman, that at Fashion Bug they carried every size. So <laughs> I would give a, a, a box. I would give a box of lingerie. Now, if she's like, you, you know, then I know whether or not she wants to wear it for me or not. You know, mm-hmm. now, you know, you're gonna be out of it more than you in it. So why exactly? You know, I'd rather you be without everything. And might be trying to be slick and play dumb like she can't figure it out. The stress. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, you know what? Uh, sometimes I want to prove a point. Be like, you got to learn it. Other times, like, look, let's, all right, just. <laughs> just put it over. Well, I mean, it's like if you were to get a gift, like a birthday gift or, um, or, or a Christmas gift, you would want wrapping on it. You wouldn't want it to just be, you know, uh, you know a shirt. You want it to be put in a package, put in a box, put some wrapping on it. Right, the lingerie. Lingerie is important to me, but it's not. It's not that. It's not number one on my list. That's interesting. I know. That's interesting. Number one on my list is when she take. You know, she going to take that shower that she needs to take. <laughs> what we talked about a couple of weeks ago. Take that real shower. I know. And then I give a damn about some lingerie because then I know it's going down. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Clean yourself up real good. When she done prep for it, premeditated, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she going to let the beast go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I ain't worried about the laundry at that point. I mean, we got we got to start talking about it, though. We we, we, we got into the laundry com, uh, conversation, but... How much do you, uh, does our uh, marriage sex change when we grow? Grow out, not up, but grow out. We get a little belly, you know. We're not, we're not the same. We're not the same as we used to be. That's I'm talking to men. I'm talking to men. I ain't talking about our wives. No, no, you're right. You're right, because I know I told y'all my wife told me my belly was a problem. Yeah, my yeah. wife has told me the same thing. And that's when I started working out, and now, you know, it's it's a totally different conversation now. Yeah. And, you know, I, and I think I've been telling you all that, you know, do, hey, don't, don't let them tell you how to work out. Don't let them try to dictate to you when to work. When I started working out, I made sure my wife had no idea I was doing it. The only way she would find out was when it was going down in the bedroom. And she noticed it was something different than me. That's how you let them find out. Because you know how they do. They start trying, you know, they try to tell you how to do everything. They think you're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you doing it that way? Why are you trying this? When my friend said, oh, let me do you know, I ain't got time to hear all that. I'm doing what works for me. Because you, know, you know they'll tell you if you let them. Mm-hmm. So just go on and take it away from them and just go on and do it on your own. And then just be like, don't worry about it. You'll find out. 
But yeah, I mean, our performance doesn't is not the same. We can't get in them them positions we used to. That's y'all. I'm still I still got a six pack. Y'all got them kegs. Y'all six pack turned into a keg. <laughs> That's because y'all have health haters. issues. That's because y'all over this dirt. But I'm just talking about health issues. <laughs> Some of us may be diabetics on the phone. Some of us may have heart problems, high blood pressure. We might be on medication, got hurt at the job, and be on medication. And we're just not the same man we were 5, 10, 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. That's why you got to change the game. Got to change the game. I'm on high blood pressure medicine. It don't affect me. <laughs> you know, some of us got to pop the blue pill. Hey, hey, no shame in my game. I get to that point, I'm pop it. But somebody made the comment that that makes it mechanical. You know, it doesn't make it natural. Spontaneous. Yeah, you know, you got to plan around it. And I'm like, you get in where you can get in. You know, but I'm, um, uh. <laughs> Um, that's why I changed my diet and my exercise because I don't want it to affect that. <laughs> I tried the blue pill one time, man, mechanical or not. I tell you what, that blue pill is the truth. My wife made me promise to never, ever, ever use them again. <laughs> she made sure I did not take them on a the cruise, Rodney, because I'm telling you. <laughs> It would have been just horrible, just terrible. I mean, it was just like, man, like you, you 16, man. <laughs> it was just, it was a pro, it was a real problem. It was a real problem for her that I actually felt sorry for. Her. <laughs> <laughs> so, indestructible. I think a lot of old old women over a certain age feel that way, you know, because they were starting. They started complaining because now their husbands was, you know, looking for it and they didn't want it, you know, and it's like it's causing them problems. That that. And you know, mine. No, I'm crazy because I'm trying to get her to take one. <laughs> take one with me. Let's see how this thing. Exactly. She won't. She won't do that because she. She no. No. <laughs> Both of y'all be so at work tomorrow. Yeah. Somebody got to get the kids ready for school. You know. Uh oh. Guess what? Guess what? I'm in your driveway, Rodney. What's that? Them kids. I'm about to hang, I'm about to hang up then. <laughs> I'm in your driveway with them kids, man. You got a newborn. Hey, Rodney, you lock the door and go to You got to You got to be quiet. You can't. You can't get loose like you used to when you when you have kids now. The bed can't be shaking. You can. The headboard can't be rattling. <laughs> how do you? How do you perform? And it goes back to that communication again. When you and your wife, you're really into it. This is not a love making session. This is a sex session. Versus a love making session where you're not concerned about the bed, but where you're ready to try to get it in. And you got them kids. Bedroom next though. Which age kids are you talking? I'm talking all age. I mean, you know, if you upstairs and your family room downstairs and you want to get one in in the middle of the day, let me me say this. The first time, because 
you know, my girl is in Delaware. The first time I went up there, I'm figuring, you know, she's going to play this off like, you know, she don't want her kids to know she's getting it broke off and it's going to be this, you know, she's going to play this. She grabbed my hand and pulled me up the steps. Mm. And I'm the one going, wait a minute, you sure you want to, you know, I'm telling you, it got so quiet in the living room and her bedroom was over the living room. So I wanted to send a message. Yeah, your mind getting And she didn't she wasn't trying to be quiet and she wasn't I said, Yeah, this this gonna be fun. Now I know why they don't like me. Like, cause I said I'm gonna, I'm gonna break that yeah, 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 that bit, yeah, you know. <laughs> well let so, me ask y'all this, with regarding to relate to the kids. Is it worse? Trying to get some the older the kids are or the younger the kids are? The older. Older? I got a damn 19-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they got to leave the house at 18. They got to get out the house, man. Cause man, I'm trying, seriously ready to, to get, get it in, in with this dude right here. Like, look. <laughs> look. Basically, don't you have somewhere to go? No, see. It's, no, it's you know, and, it, and it's like, hey, man, you know, you need to look out for me and roll out for real. Yeah, I mean I'm saying like when you roll out, like roll roll out. Like like I'm gonna holler at you like one AM or something. Like tomorrow. <laughs> come don't Wait. come back up in here. <laughs> I'm like serious, man, I mean man. Like man, get a job and get an apartment. Don't come home no more. That's a problem, Rodney, I'm telling you, man, because it's like, yo, when I need him here, like when I got somewhere to go, then he out. Yeah, we but then when it's, when it's, he right up in there. Yeah, and then it's when it's my time. It's like, yo, what are you doing? Because <laughs> you know, it, it, after a while, guys, you know that that testosterone take over. It's like, you know what? It's going down regardless. You can be <laughs> in You better watch out. Or you can walk your happy ass up. I'm sorry. You can walk up in here and you want to and smell it afterwards. Go ahead. That's on you. <laughs> my son. My son is known not to knock on the door. <laughs> they know. They just need a house, you know. But I'm not gonna you know, know. I'm talking about get out the house because you know I'm ready to, you know. You ready to move that furniture? and sneaking and oh, was, was, I mean, I'm ready, you know. But that's the problem. You can't be yourself. When you no, I it. hate quiet. I hate quiet sex. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stand it. <laughs> Mm. Yeah. Hey, ladies, I hate quiet sex. It's it's horrible. Just because you're doing that don't mean you you really satisfying everything. You're not. Mm-mm. Sucks, especially when one of them knock on the door. Oh, God. See, that's why when they were younger, that was uh, you know, because all of a sudden they want a peanut butter and jelly sandwich or or ten thirty. Oh yeah, or or like I said that time we looked up and he had been standing there. It's like oh.
<laughs> we we know when y'all get in there, we hear Teddy Pendergrass, you know, they like, cause they, that's their little thing. Are they listening to Teddy Pendergrass? Yeah, oh, okay, well, you know, we need to go on down here and leave them alone, you know. <laughs> Teddy Pendergrass. But the 19-year-old? Oh. Idiot, man. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, listen, we're right here at it. Does the, why does the truth hurt so much? Why does why does the truth hurt, man? Because we don't want to hear it or accept it. It didn't feel good when my wife told me my belly was too big, and it was jacking up our sex life. Yeah, it hurt me for a quick second, but I understood. <laughs> I ain't even longer than a quick second. <laughs> that one stung right there. Because <laughs> that tells you you ain't handling your business. Exactly. That's straight to the ego, man. Well, that jacked me it. up. That's not, that's not it, though. That's not it. Are you going to tell her <laughs> that hers is it? Oh, absolutely. You know, that's where... <laughs> You, you you're really testing your your campaign. You know? Yeah, I have. I, I think you remember my no ma'am campaign. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have definitely. But Mr. Host, can I drop a monkey wrench real quick? Yes, sir. Now we're talking about love, sex, and lies. My question is. What's the order of all that? What comes first? Is it is it in the right order? Is it love, then sex, then lies? Or is it lies, then sex, then love? Is it sex, then love, then lies? I mean, what what's the order? What's the what's the order that mm. our relationships, you know, our marriages play out in? Well, you know, I only know two versions. Lie, sex, and love, or sex, lie, and love. so <laughs> weird. <laughs> 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 I don't think the order counts because they all group together, and that's what we're going to end up finding tonight because, I mean, just listen to what we said. I mean, everything that we talked about right now, they always had a lie in there somewhere. Hmm. And that's why I waited to the last. That's why I started off with love. That's why I started out then sex because, you know, we can have sex without emotions as a man. We're talking about marriage here, so we already said, and we came up with the definition that you love your wife as Christ loved the church. So we already know that love is first, just because you said that. Everything else has to fall into place. But because the truth hurts, why is it so easy for us to lie to the only person that loves us or is the closest to us? Mm. Mm-hmm. Talk about it. Say that again. Why do we love the you know? Why do we lie to the only person that loves us, or is or is the closest to us? That's the question of the evening. Mm-hmm. It's not it does love hurt. It's why can't why is it so easy to lie to the closest person? Because sometimes they can't handle the truth. Mm. And I'm not and I'm not saying that lying is another way to go because I'm not going to lie but I'm just saying certain people will say something other than the truth because they can't comprehend the truth 
Even though they say, and I know every man on this man has heard this one comment from their wife, no matter what the problem is, tell me the truth. If it hurts me, it hurts me. We do it every day, man. We do it every day. You know what I mean? Your wife asks you, how does she look in this dress? And you lie. <laughs> my my wife asked me, she said, uh, do you know the girl at the daycare, you know, with the Acura, and blah, 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 with the two boys? And I said, you talking about the one with the, with the big behind? And she said, yeah, and she kind of looked at me, and she said, you know, I'm glad I'm not, um, I got self-confidence issues, because, you know, you, you really just, you don't care. And I said, well, you know, I'm a butt man. <laughs> I said, I think you really should get nervous if I ever just stop looking at bo- women's booties. I said, that's when you should really get nervous. And she said, yeah, you got a good point. <laughs> you know, somebody said on the phone, which which is, uh, what we had started off talking about is that we said that, you know, we would put life last, but we would put uh, love first and that we would love Christ, you know, love her as, as as Christ loved us. But they said, but that, that Christ died for us. Mm-hmm. We said earlier that, you know, we would have to think about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So are we lying to ourselves? Going back to love by using that statement out of the Bible, but not following it. Say that again. <clears throat> One of the uh, chatters online said that. Let me, let me make sure I said it. They said, "But you wouldn't die for her like Christ died for us." And we said earlier that. We love, you should love your wife as Christ loved the church, right? And then we talked about, you know, we should, you know, will we die in our wife's honor? Will we do, you know, because the cop has a gun, you know, we should be rational about the situation. But she's saying, or whoever this person is is saying, but Christ died for us. He didn't think twice about it. There's a difference. And we got to be careful when we try to make the comparison. Okay. We're still trying to be Christ-like. We will never get to that point. Ever. You know, um, um, Christ on the side of the road, in the situation with the cop feeling up whoever it was, he would have forgiven him right then and there. As he was doing it. So, that, I mean, you know, there's a difference. All right. You know, we, we're not to that point where we can forgive somebody while they're doing the act. That's a hard pill to swallow. So we got to be careful when we put ourselves on that level of of forgiveness, that level of faith. I mean, it's just, I don't know, it just doesn't seem realistic. Mm-hmm. So we're protecting the wise by not sometimes doing not by doing that, because when you go back to lies, we protect our wives from the truth sometimes because they may not understand the truth. Yeah. And it, it, it takes more time uh, explaining the truth. Yeah. Is that a true statement? It can be. <clears throat> I mean, you know, I mean, it's never good to lie on any occasion. Let me just put that out there. I don't care if it's a, they call it a white lie, small lie. It's never good to do it ever. But... I could understand 
certain people just don't understand or they can't handle the truth. You know? And like I said, we do it on a regular. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, you may be asked something about a woman, and it's perfectly innocent. But you may lie because you know that the perfectly innocent excuse may not work with your wife. So you may have to make something else up. Mm. If I'm making any sense. I mean, you know, there's a, you know, it's just. No, you're making a lot of sense. Yeah, it's just, it's just certain things you know <clears throat> that they, and especially if they expect you to tell a lie. Mm. Wow. Like they know the truth and they ask you. But the they truth ain't the good truth. enough. Mm-hmm. You know, like, oh, yo, really, you and her just friends? Oh, mm. really, y'all just went out to lunch? Oh, mm. really, she just called you to get the the uh, the assignment for tomorrow? Mm. Really? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, what if that is what well, was true? And they a lot of times it's a lie anyway. A lot of times it is true. But they don't accept the truth because the truth just doesn't seem realistic at the time. Boy, you talking now. And you know they they do have a habit of trying to chase closure, even though they may they got to understand they won't get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't you sometimes hate them lying tests? Oh, go ahead. Keep going. Sometimes it's about what what they want to believe. Mm. Some 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 women. They want to believe a certain thing because mm-hmm. the reality of it is far too hard for them to comprehend. And I give you a perfect example. A woman's got a no good man. He's cheating 100 miles an hour. Everybody know he's cheating. She still said, no, he ain't cheating. She can't handle the truth. The truth is right in front of you. But she's not ready to sit there and say, okay, let me, let me deal with this truth. This reality, she really rather be, be so far away from reality because that's her safe and comfort zone. She's mm-hmm. safe believing the lie, mm-hmm. believing that he would never hit her again, believing that he would never exactly. She's safe believing whatever lies he's telling her, or whatever or, lie it is. Or other than, hmm? or or another example that I think we talked about before is that you tell a woman to listen to the show. We got guys talking. Married men don't talk. And, you know, we, we boost it up like, you know, these are great guys. We're faithful. We, you know, we're doing the right thing. We're trying to be better husbands and prove. They won't listen to it. They don't want to listen to it because that will shatter the idea the whole idea that all men are dogs or, you know, they ain't no yeah. good, they're cheating, liars, you know, and all this stuff. Whereas if they actually listen to our show, that would shatter every all of their preconceived notions, and they don't want to do that. No, no. No, and you're right. And because once that, then then they would have to go find a new preconceived notion about something else. Talk about it. See, as long as they can hold on to that, they're still mm-hmm. holding now mm-hmm. they feel whole. Now it's like, well, as, as as long as I can keep him in this category right here, I'm all right. But mm-hmm. once I let him out of this category and I boost him up, mm. then, then what? what does then what does that do to me? Mm-hmm. Oh no, I, I, don't, I can't take it there. <laughs> take 
take it there. But seriously, they, they, you, when you're in a relationship with someone, they like the playing field to be level or for them to be a little bit a notch above you. And it could be the same with a wife. You know what I'm saying? The head of household is one thing, and we are supposed to be the head. But some women have a hard time grasping that that ideal. Mm-hmm. Or even so, understanding. Yeah. Or, or understanding. So, so, so if we're in a situation where it's like, okay, these guys are on the phone Tuesday night, and they bashing women, mm-hmm. and they and they and they belly aching, and they and they talking about sports and whatever else they talking about. Or we you know talk I mean? about, and, you know, how you can come hot out of my basement, you want to get it in with Tracy that. from the office. All that. How you can cheat and get away with it and we cover up for each other. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? And they're going to keep you in that position. And, and, and again, and again, you, you, it's, it's, it's a comfort zone. Because so, now the, living, the, 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 the playing field is somewhat level or they are notch above us because they're not even on the phone with their girlfriends doing what we're doing. Mm-mm. He didn't say that, did he? I mean, yeah. Mm. So, 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 like, like Rodney was saying, for them to take time out to do the research and to listen to the call and to understand how positive it is and how understand is we are not participating in any of that illegal activity. Right. We're trying to keep it right. We're trying to keep yep. it. We, you, I mean, we, we, we being honest with it, but we're trying to help same time and get better at the same time to get better for them thank you see we try to get better for them so when they find that out then that's going to take us from step two to step five (laughs) and they still on step three in their mind you see what i'm saying so why you finish it i i I mean you're saying something because I mean, the reality is, like I said, you know, you tell, I tell, it's a lot of women. That, and they know me. They know I'm a respectable guy. They know I ain't out in the streets or none of that stuff. I'm yeah, like, just yeah. listen to it. Listen to it for yourself. Because yeah. until you listen to it, you have no idea what you we're no talking about. You have, you, no you have all of these preconceived notions and assumptions, but you have no idea. Just like you said, we're on here trying to get right. Yeah. We're trying. We, we're, we're all, as I, as I tell T all the time, we're the cream of the crop. And, and I ain't tooting my own horn, but that's the truth. Not just me and you, and Patrice, mm-hmm. but everybody on the call. If mm-hmm. you dial in every week, you're the cream of the crop. Mm-hmm. Period. That's it. There's Period. no way around it. If you dial in every week, if you dial in twice a, twice a month, you're the cream mm-hmm. of the crop. You know why? Because you're putting yourself in a situation to get better. Mm. Period. I could teach me mm-hmm. how to be better. Yeah, Rodney could teach me how to be better. I I could learn something tonight that I didn't know this morning. Mm-hmm. So what does that mean? I'm gonna get better. Mm-hmm. Now throw four hundred, just I I I don't know four hundred Tuesdays. In it. <laughs> <laughs> it's been all, it's been I think we're half of that almost, but two hundred. Exactly, 200. exactly, <laughs> exactly. You see what I'm saying? It's 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 it, it's crazy how we are categorized and how it doesn't make sense for a woman to accept the truth, the, the reality of who they actually have. Mm. You wow. see what I'm saying? If you got a good woman, you know it. Yep. Period. What, how, what, however you act on it, 
whether you appreciate it, whether you show it, whether you whoop her, whether you don't talk to her. But at the end of the day, you know you got a good woman. Especially if you had a bad one first. Exactly. Yeah, that's right. You know, you we all smart enough to know what we don't want. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. And some women and some men, they want to live the lie. And I'm going to say the same thing about men. You may be an older guy messing with a younger chick. She coming home late. She making up excuses. She doing all these things. But you don't want to lose her because that's the best thing you got. So you living a lie right along with her. Whatever she's saying, oh, Poppy, don't worry about it. You know, I'm going to take care of you. I'll be home. I have to make a stop, whatever. You know she's cheating. You know she's giving mm-hmm. the booty away. But you don't want to believe that. You don't want to live that one. So you'll take the, the lesser of the offense and say, okay, yeah, well, you're just guilty for being late. Don't be late again. Mm-hmm. Wow. You know, you copped out to just being late, opposed to you're actually cheating on me. You know. And some women do the same thing. I don't want to take up the whole mic, but that's... that's no, nah, man, do your thing. That's, that's, that's what we're word. here for. Get your that's emotions all out in, on, on paper so people can understand. There's some woman that needs to hear this. Yeah, and I would say that, you know, let me clean it up. Let me clean it up. Not all women. Not all some women. women. Some women. You know, some women are, you know, trapped in that mindset that, that no no guy could be like us. You know, we're, we're an abnormality. Every week trying to get just a little bit better. We're not trying to be, you know, the husband of the year or the husband of the world. We're just trying to be a little bit better for our wives. Just a little bit. A little bit. And then we get on, and it's like we get a lot more than a little bit. Yeah. <clears throat> Do you think men get caught? I'll tell you a story. Let me tell you a story real quick. Go ahead. All right. I was hanging out with uh, a friend of mine yesterday who's a bail bondsman, and he had to go bail somebody out, and I was with him, right? So while he was bailing somebody out, um, a lady was sitting there. Mm. And... Um, she was waiting for a boyfriend. He had just turned himself in, yada, yada, yada. She was waiting to see what his bail was going to be, this, that, and the other. So he's talking to her. He said, do you need a bail bondsman? I'll wait around, you know. So as he's talking to her, he's like, so what's he in there for? Um, she was like, he assault. I was like, okay, um, who did he assault? She said he assaulted me. Mm. Okay. I said, who's going to bail him out? Well, me and his dad. And I'm sitting here like, and and you and she got black eyes, both of them, both eyes black. Damn. They both black. So we, I, I already knew the answer to the question before she, you know, before yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, but she's sitting out there and it was hot, and she's waiting around. She don't know whether he, she don't know whether he, they gonna give him bail or what. But she's still sitting there waiting for him, and she's like, as soon as I, I find word, I'm gonna call you. So you can come bail him out. Well, where's her her daddy at? Don't know, man. Dang. But see, but see, that's that's that. But lie. even that boy's daddy, even that boy daddy, should be whooping up on him when he get up for putting his hands on that woman, man. But what I'm saying is that's that lie. We know the obvious, but to me, it's that lie. You know what I mean? Oh, he gonna learn his lesson. He ain't gonna hit me again, or he will. But that's just how we roll. That's how we love each other. He whoops up on me. He gets locked up, and I go get him out, and he whips up on me again. Instead of saying the truth is he's a he's he's an abusive person, 
and I need to not be with him. And, but she'd and, rather stay in that in that false that false abusive relationship because it's easier for her to swallow than the truth. And she believes she deserves that. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. That that's she honestly she believes that's what she deserves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, and men are the same way. I mean, men, you know, they they want to be head of households. They want to they want to keep your family right, but their wife is just crappy. You know, they're doing anything that they want to do. They're trying to run the household. <clears throat> they're they're looking at you as you you know a nobody, and they're doing everything to keep you down. And you still saying, well, that's just how she is. And you see, and then next thing you know, she's putting you through all the drama when when you say, I'm out. Now she's putting you through all the drama. You you know, you've never been a good husband or anything. And some of that is because he just never stepped. You know, these guys just don't step up. So because you didn't step up as a man, she took the man role for you. And now you're living a lie. Mm, 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 mm. You really That's the wife in the and you really the wife in the relationship. She's the the husband. Can I throw a monkey wrench in this? Go ahead. Yeah, I know it's eleven that? o'clock. I know it's eleven o'clock. <laughs> I know I know it's not my night and I've been a little quiet, but you know what I mean, I just gotta say. Do you think Man, women you act think? up do you think women act up and do whatever because of their husband's faith? Oh. Because of their faith? Their husband's faith. Like, Explain. Okay, I'm I, not quite understanding. Let me so, are you saying because I have faith? Because of your faith, because of your belief, there's certain things that you're not going to do to retaliate. No. There's certain no. things that you're oh. not going to do just because you're not going to do it because you know that you live for the Lord. So you're saying you ain't gonna give her two black eyes? No, you're not gonna give her two black eyes, even if she deserve it. I mean, even if she cheat, or even mm-hmm. if she neglects you, or whatever the case may be, you're still going to. Stay faithful. Yep. You're still going to stay stand on your ground because of your relationship with the Lord. Well, in, in, in essence, oh. she gets a pass. No, no. Um, because then you're not following the Bible because the Bible says you know that you have the right to you know right. leave the relationship. No, my mine. No, I'm religious, but she knows she doesn't have a pass. Ain't no pass. No hall passes here. Okay. Yeah, we 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 talked about that, and uh, you know my wife, she yeah, she, no, she's not trying to go down that road with me. So if she cheat emotionally, are you going to cheat emotionally? Oh, if, if she cheat emotionally, and I find out about it, uh, situation marriage is over. Okay. If she neglects you, if she now she was. Right. If she neglects you, are you going to turn around and ne- and neglect her? No, uh, no. I no, mean, I'm going to talk to her. I'm going to find out why she's not ne- why she neglects me, and I would voice my uh, my unhappiness as far as what she's doing. Yeah. I wouldn't do a a, a one up or a tit for tat. Okay. I wouldn't. But, I mean, and my but, wife knows, and and you know, after I, I, you know, and I told my wife, you know, I've been divorced once before, you know, and I live, you know, it, it didn't hurt. But what you if know, that don't work? Ain't that big a deal, you know? Hey, if this ain't gonna work out, it ain't gonna work out. I, I'll roll. I think I that's gotcha. better than me ending up putting my hands on her, or you know, or doing something even worse. 
But what if that doesn't work? What if she what you mean, like, yeah, work? I hear you? She's like, yeah, I hear you, but this is how I feel, so. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's time to go. I mean, you can't make somebody want to be with you. No. Yeah, I mean, you can. I mean, it took me a long time to realize that. But, uh, yeah, if if if, if 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 no matter what, you know, we trying, and she's like, you know what, I don't even want to go to counseling. I just, I just want to just get out of this marriage. I just want it to be over with. Okay, well, then let's, let's start talking about separation. How are we going to break this thing up? I mean, because, you know, would I be hurt? Yeah, I would be hurt. But at the same time, I would respect my wife for telling me up front instead of letting me find out. Uh, of of her cheating on me, sure. Because I would I would I would rather go through her telling me and dealing with that hurt than me finding out. Because if I find out, now we get dicey. And my wife knows I'm an avid gun collector, and she knows she did not want to go down that road with me. Because she might catch me while I'm cleaning something, and then that's that's another story. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now let's let's flip it. Oh, let's, God. Say, let's, let's say Tyrone is in, in, in your in your home. Well, here let's we go. Let's say that, uh, you know, your wife says, you know, I can talk to Tyrone better I can talk to you. Is it time to go down to the job and talk to Tyrone? No. I I, I would say that uh, you, you handle it with your wife first. You know, because you don't know what your wife is doing with Tyrone. You don't know how she's presenting herself to Tyrone. So, because whenever you go over to the job to talk to Tyrone, you got to be ready to go all the way. No, so you might not know. You know, I I don't want to give her a pass. So first, I'm gonna try and handle it with her, and I'm gonna let her know. You know, as far as trying to get all this emotional relationship or this work husband crap or whatever with with Tyrone, you need to go on and knock that out. I'm gonna tell you right now. If I come up I there, come there, it's, it's gonna be it's gonna be for you on your job. It's gonna be all that. And Tyrone and everybody gonna have a bad day. So you don't lie to me and tell me ain't nothing going on. And I just because my wife know I just pop up anywhere and I just pop up and I see Tyrone sitting at your desk. Because my wife has met my family, and she knows if I see him at your desk, it ain't gonna be no he just here getting a copy or something. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's not, it, it, I'm not understanding anything. Because it goes back to what Tom said. Sometimes they're naive about these men that they're talking to. Like they they really want to listen to what they have to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know a man that likes to listen to. Yeah, what not, but listen, to say. listen, listen. Don't fall. I I say something. Naive is not even naive. Shouldn't be in the whole conversation. They know what they know. They may act like they don't know for the presence of appearance, but they know. Yeah, they know. They know. If Ty, if Tyrone want to hit, they know Tyrone want to hit. Absolutely. They just haven't let him hit yet. And here come that last part of the conversation because they don't know how their husband is going to react. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You have women that will not put themselves in a situation with Tyrone, and then you have some that will put themselves in a situation with Tyrone, and they could both be married. You see what I'm saying? So some, again, some women will not sit there and talk to Tyrone and tell their dirty laundry or whatever it is or their personal Mr. Tyrone just because they're respectful, and then you have other ones that will. Mm. And those are the ones that know that Tyrone want to hit. Why would Tyrone not want to hit? 
Yeah, what's he talking to her for? I don't know. And if he tell you he ain't, he lying. <laughs> he lying. <laughs> he would love to have sex. How, how are we gonna make this uh, into the type? He's lying if he's. He wouldn't love to have sex with her. Uh, you know, love, sex, and life. Yeah. yeah. Love, yeah. sex, and life. Hey, we're intertwining it now. I mean, this whole conversation mm-hmm. is the reason why we're having it. Mm-hmm. You know. There's no difference in between love, sex, and lies. It, it, it can ruin a marriage, and it can help a marriage. But, I mean, you think about it. Love is, you know, grown man love is what my man says. Hey, I'm coming down there, and then you're losing your job. I'm embarrassing everybody, and I'm going to get what I got. I got to do what I got to do. Because, look, look, this, yeah. this is mine. This is mine. I'm mm-hmm. Hey, it's not yours. If you had to make that statement, it's not yours. Well, why if you gotta it say, be yours? If you got to say, I got to come down there and straighten that out, it ain't yours. Uh-oh. That's the point I'm trying to make to you. Well, see, what she I would say was. She already knows what she want to do. If she up in Tyrone's face, it ain't yours. If mine ain't woman enough to tell me that it's time. Now, if she trying to have her cake and eat it too, like keep me the safe, secure thing in the house, and then have all the excitement and the emotional bonding with Tyrone at the job, it's going to blow up in her face. Yeah, but then it ain't yours at that point. Yeah, but but but, but mine knows that. It's like yeah. Russia and mm-hmm. USA, mutual uh, destruction. Yeah. But I, I, have a question. I have a question. Sure. Who started the term work husband? And work wife. Work wife. Right. right. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where that came from, but it's been used so much now. Yeah. And, and really, what does it mean? It shouldn't be used. Really, it shouldn't. But it shouldn't because. It but when you think about it, how many guys fit that fit that classification that work with your wife? Yeah, yeah. I mean, how would you take that? Dude, say, hey, how are you? I'm your wife's work husband. That right there is the whole conversation is gonna change right there. Everything's gonna change. Your nice, right little, your nice little visit to meet the co-workers just went south. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Everybody having a bad day, call the cops. You know what I mean? Your family your company cookout picnic just went bad fast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And my wife just called now one one. She was just like, I'm going right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why did you say that to him, to this man? Why did you just say that to this man? That's our little joke. <laughs> <laughs> but there it is. Joke. That's a lie. Hold, it, it's holding things in. Tony, you just brought up something, man. It's holding things in and not allowing your spouse to know a lie. Exactly. Or is that protection? But listen, but listen. Or is that protection? That's protection. Because I don't want to know everything. I don't you've been Listen, we all been on the job where you've seen married women carry on. Yes, like Lord. Like they're not married. Like they're not married. Mm-hmm. Now, they may not push the envelope and take it to the real level, but there's certain things and certain conversations that they have with other men just wouldn't Some go over well. Moments. Just wouldn't go over well with their significant other. Yeah, they leave the door. Yeah, and we don't know our wives to the point where we don't really know. We don't go to work with them, so we don't know. There's certain things I don't want to know. You know what I mean? 
just yeah. keep that keep that from me. I don't need to know all that. If you flirtatious, but that's all it is, you a flirt. Keep that from me. I'm not gonna change who you are, but just keep that from me. And it's a lie. It's technically a lie because that information I should know, mm-hmm. but I choose not to know. Because that's protecting the marriage. Because once you know, you got a different problem on your hands. Yeah, because yeah, you want to go to work with her then. Right, and then now you you just showed out. You want her to change. She's not going to change. Every conversation and every argument that you have is going to come up. You know, my wife. It'll never go away. My wife just told me about this cat at her job that she knows trying to, been trying to throw little subtle hints for a while now. She's just been ignoring them and uh, playing them off, you know, like whatever. She don't even know the dude's name what she told me. But she had to tell me about the dude because she was just recently up at Target with the girls and the dude was turning to Target with his wife and he blew at her and waved at her. And she was like, oh, I guess he lives somewhere here in Waldorf. And she was wondering why was he so enthusiastically, enthusiastically trying to wave at me. You know, he do a little slick stuff like parking up parking space and stuff at work. You know what I'm saying? and try to wait for her, try to make conversation, but she just keep it moving. So she's telling me this because she knows at any time now, you going to pop up? We're going we gonna to run up on each other. Mm-hmm. And she's making sure, it's like, hey, baby, remember I told you, that's tall, light-skinned dude, drive the Cadillac Escalade, he also has an over, she, you know, she give me the whole rundown. You know, he, <laughs> wow. They're trying to, trying to push up on me. But, you know, I've been stalling him out. That's the dude. You know, see, he's married. I said, okay, all right, cool. And if he's crazy enough to speak to you, and if he make the tragic mistake of speaking to you first before he speak to me, well. Take your husband to work day. When is that? <laughs> <laughs> what day is that? Every, me, every day. I just, just I show want somebody to whip out their phone camera so it could be on YouTube. <laughs> hey, but you know what? That's what. See, that's the perfect example of when you do go to handle it, because she told you about it. She told you it's a potential problem. Right. And my question was: Has he ever touched you? No. Has he ever made you feel uncomfortable? No. Yeah. He's always, you know, he's never violated your space. No. Okay. Cool. Cool. As long as long as as long as he stay within those boundaries, cool. I said, because if you want me to leave you alone, I can make him leave you alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can end that. Let me know. Oh, I know, I know, I know. That's okay. Mm-hmm. My wife was working at uh, one of these real retail shops, and uh, her manager was always on a case. He wasn't trying to push up on him, but he was always messing with her and stuff. And he yelled at her one time, so I said, okay. Oh. I said, if you don't leave today, I'm up there tomorrow. And it's not going to be cute. She's like, no, don't come up here. Don't come up here. I said, well, he got, that's the last time he had yelled at you. Because when I go up there, I'm going straight to the back and just start swinging. I ain't got no time to talk to him. If he want to be grown and talk to a grown lady like that, then, you know, that's on him. If I say, hey, we got problems, we got to go and handle it. But it's not going to be cute. I'm going to embarrass your, your supervisor and everybody else back there, and you're going to see the, this old trees. Because this happened once before with my wife, and I did like you do. I had that chrome sitting in the car. The only reason why I didn't bring the chrome out 
was because when um, I seen the cop, and the cop knew me over there. But this guy sitting in the, in a van with flowers. Mm-hmm. And she told me, she called me. She said, this guy is messing with me. And I said, but don't worry about it. I'll be there right when you get off work. And showing up, he was still sitting there. She had to grab my arm because I was getting ready to go through that car. You know, that's that protection and honor. I'm like, if you don't do that, you're now hindering your wife and saying it's okay for her to go ahead and flirt with these guys and, and allow these guys to get over on you. Well, well, not only that, but when your wife shoots up the flare and say, you know what, okay, now I need backup. Mm-hmm. Dude ain't taking a hint. That's when she wants you to just be like that superhero, you know, swoop in and handle that. Yeah. Am I no? Yeah, she don't even have to call because I tell you what, she she was so nervous up in Honda Bowie. Lord have mercy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I ruined that dude's day early in the morning before they even finished unlocking the door. Yeah, you got you got to cut that out, man. He, he, we know how guys are because we are guys. That's why we on this call. But um, some women just uh, that's why. I, that word naive in there sometimes that they don't think is is, is a big yeah. problem until it comes a problem and now it's too late. And let me say and this to all the ladies listening, I hate to cut you off, but if a dude that's at your job walk up to you and your husband or your man and that dude shakes your hand and he say hi to you and then he don't even acknowledge your husband and your boyfriend or he don't acknowledge your husband or your boyfriend first, you need to check that right then and there. Because mm-hmm. your man is going to show you a side you didn't even think he had. Yeah. And you're going to be wondering, like, oh, my God, why am I sitting here at the jail waiting to see if he gonna, if my man going to get bail or not? Because he done beat the hell out of some dude. Exactly. And if he don't acknowledge you, that means he want to hit if he didn't already hit. Exactly. If he don't wow. acknowledge the man... He is not acknowledging the man because he does not consider the man to be a threat. Because he exactly. got rights to whatever he wants to have rights to. And then the rest of her day is ruined because it's not going to be cute. Could you imagine that dude walk up to your wife that works with her and speak to her and then just they have a little conversation and then he walks off? That's <laughs> the ultimate disrespect, man. I can't. You can't let that go. There's no, not no, people no, no, looking no, no, at no. you. Listen, listen, listen. You can't let her off the hook either. Hell no. No, you got to show up. You got to really yeah. show up. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Well, this is my husband. I'd like for you to meet my husband. Exactly. You know what I mean? Hold on, hold on, hold on a second. Wait, hold on. This is my husband. You know? She don't do mm-hmm. that. She don't respect you either. And that's when you say, okay, y'all can ha- y'all have a happy life. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> you got it, dog. You got it. Yeah, you got you got to put their feet to the fire too, because he's only going to do what they let him. Let exactly, him. exactly. Mm-hmm. When when do you when do you get to the point, Patrice, when you just say, okay, go ahead and do your own thing? Now you say fight for your you know fight for your wife and die for your wife and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But you can't reward bad behavior. No. So if it's a situation like that, so if it's a situation like sure, sure situation like that when you go 
or you go out with the friends or whatever and you're not properly introduced or whatever. Dude comes in and knows your wife and sit there and talk to your wife and she doesn't say, well, this is my husband. Oh, she just tries yeah, to she got you. a big problem. That's a problem. Yeah. That's a problem. Good. Mm-hmm. And it's a huge problem, man. So now that we got all this together, I mean, we can understand now the emotions just by the, by the conversation of why love, sex, and lies is very, very important in marriage because at the end of the day, it all comes down to trust. You eat with love, sex, lies, and I didn't even throw in money. It all comes down to trust. And we can, it all equals trust. If you want to put a, a a plus sign to all three of those, it all comes down to trust. And if we don't have trust in our relationship, then at the end of the day, it doesn't matter if you lie. It doesn't matter if the sex is good. It doesn't matter if you love that spouse. You're going to have a bad relationship. You're going to have a bad marriage because you don't know how to combine all that to a median to live faithfully every day. With that said, I got one more question. Why, how, and when is it okay to lie for love, lie for sex, and lie to get what you want? <laughs> I'm going to give you the lie for sex part. How <laughs> <laughs> many areas to be to that? Oh, yeah. Talk I'm, to I'm, him. I'm gonna give you that lie. That lie. Get it out of the way real quick. When your wife says, um, "I don't feel well tonight," um, is it all right if we don't do it tonight? And you lie and say it's all right that we don't do it tonight. <laughs> Can I give you another one? Go ahead, give us another one. Give us another one. Okay, let's just say it's 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 birthday time in the bedroom, <laughs> and your wife is giving you that birthday uh, gift, and <laughs> it's not the best gift you've gotten. <laughs> no, really not into it. Oh, it her, this is your birthday, honey. You know. She's not giving her it her best psychology uh, degree try. Yeah. And not but lie to her, you tell her, yeah, yeah, it was good. Yeah, she's looking like it really, because she knows like, it really sucked, pardon, no pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> wow. No, 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 baby, no, it was fine. It was good. It was good. It was fine. You lie. You, you want to know why? Because you wanted to do it again. <laughs> Because you know once you say you're not even getting it on the birthday. Right. Yo, boys, wild, man. Take it one for the team, man. <laughs> well, fellas, it's about 1130 or close to it. That noise. Yeah, somebody's got a whistle or something. I don't know. But uh, great show. Thank, thanks. Thanks. I, I appreciate it. I think we we got it. I think yes, we got sir. all the love, sex, and lies talk. Got it all in. Yeah. We got it all in. We see how it, it all mixed. 
You can't have one without the other. Can't have love, sex. If you do, it's meaningless. You got to have love with lies or, you you know, the truth hurts, and then you mess around and lose your partner. And you can't have sex and lies just like you just said, or you're not getting what you want anymore. <laughs> so you got to have all three in the marriage, but you got to have that meeting. You got to know when when to step up for your wife. You got to know when not to. You got to know when to tell her the truth and when not to tell her the truth to protect her. You got to have, you got to know when and where she is sexually in the bedroom at that point and moment and when you are. And then sometimes you might have to lie, even though you want to get it in, you might have to be, make, she might want to love making sex. So you got to be like, okay, well, we just got to do love making sex. With that said, fellas, next week's call, Mr. Rodney, you up? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Next week. Is there a man in the house? No. Is uh-huh. there a man in the house? Mm-hmm. True mm-hmm. man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we ain't just talking about in the bedroom. Mm-mm. Yeah, we ain't even talking about that at all. Mm-mm. Yeah, no. And he and and fellas, he did say already that he had to take stuff out because he didn't think we could handle it. I'm telling him to put it back in. I think I am going to put it back in, Mr. Hosk. I think you guys are, you know, y'all, y'all have, you know, y'all, y'all have raised the bar. So I think y'all are ready. So I'm going to put it all back in. I had it, you know, I just, you know, I just got to pull it back out. So I'll put it back in. I'll put it back in. Cool. Cool. Well, we're going into open mic. It's 1130. I'm going to end this call. Open mic for the folks that are new on, on the chat room. This is time where we can just talk about anything. If you have any questions or comments, you can bring them up at this time. It doesn't have to be about the actual conversation that we had tonight about love, sex, and lies. Until then, next week, uh, thank you again for uh, staying on to this greatest show on Tuesday night. Um,